Hey there, I'm Leah Party, and you're listening to Bare Naked Soul, a podcast where we have real, uncensored conversations about the things we aren't supposed to talk about. Let's break all the rules and shed all the programming that's ever made us feel weak, scared, and caused us to shrink ourselves. It's time to live uncaged, freely expressing ourselves and manifesting our dreamiest, juiciest, and most pleasure-filled lives. Let's do the damn thing. Hello and welcome back to Bare Naked Soul. So I shared a post this week on Instagram. If you haven't seen it yet, I will link it in the show notes. Basically, I shared with you guys that I've sort of been depressed for the past couple of weeks and it's gotten a lot better. I'm feeling really good right now, but yeah, I, um, I'm a little bit nervous to do this episode because this is such a touchy subject. And when I shared that post, I was nervous to do that as well, but I wanted to be real with you guys and I wanted to share it in real time, you know, and I asked that no one DM me about it because I would, I just did not want to be overwhelmed with a bunch of messages about it. And, um, yeah, so that was that was earlier this week. I am feeling a whole lot better, but I wanted to share what has helped me to, to climb out of this depressive slump because if I can help even just a couple of you do the same thing, then it's worth it. Then it's worth putting myself out there knowing that there might be some people who are really triggered by this or who are really angered by this you know, because no one chooses to be depressed. No one wants to be depressed. And I'm sharing things that you can do that may help you that you may not want to do. (laughs) That's the really challenging thing when, when we're so down, you know, it often is coupled with really low energy and fatigue. And that for me was so huge. And that was a I wasn't sure, you know, I wasn't sure, is this really, is this just hormones? Is this something worse? Um, I was really, really tired all the time, could barely freaking move, didn't want to do anything, but also like being tired could be part of the third trimester. So I wasn't sure, but that definitely was an indicator that something was off. Losing interest in the things that I normally like to do. I mean, I couldn't even get myself to get a pedicure which is so relaxing and so fun and like so great. And I just couldn't get myself to do anything. And, um, and so, and I was also having just like a lot of really scary thoughts and I was afraid to talk to anyone about it. To be honest, this is why I was afraid to tell anyone. And looking back, I can see that this is an irrational fear, but at the time it felt very real. I thought that if I tell someone what I'm experiencing, if I tell someone these scary thoughts I'm having and how depressed I feel, they'll put me in a, you know, home or whatever it's called, like a recovery center or whatever, like against my will. That was my fear. And so I was like, I can't tell anyone. But I decided to give myself a week because I knew like I knew I couldn't let it go on like this, especially while pregnant. So I was like, okay, I'm going to give myself one week of going all in on doing the things that I know can help me, forcing myself to do those things, even though I do not feel like it. 
And if I'm not feeling significantly better, then after that week, I need to reach out for help. I need to reach out to someone at the midwife center because they have support people there for prenatal and postpartum depression, which are so common. And um, yeah, so that was kind of the deal that I had with myself. But I was just crying constantly, so down, did not want to socialize, did not want to see my friends, like the opposite of myself. So here are the things that I did that shifted things for me so, 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 so quickly. The number one thing was breath work. Now, during this down period, I still stuck to my breath work in the morning, which is all I had been doing for a long time. For years, I was doing breath work and meditation right before bed and then in the morning as well. But somewhere in the first trimester of my pregnancy, I had so much fatigue I like could not do the nighttime routine. I just was passing out instantly. Well, now I have a lot of trouble falling asleep, especially during these this few weeks that I'm describing as like a depressive slump. Tons of trouble sleeping, so much anxiety at night. So I knew that I had to go back to doing breath work and meditation right before bed. So I started committing to three times a day, breath work and meditation. Now it doesn't matter for how long. It didn't matter how long I did it. It mattered that I committed to those three times a day to center myself, to detach myself from the anxious thoughts that were taking over me and to ground myself into, okay, this is what's actually happening and um, being in my body and feeling good. And that helped so quickly. It was like, it was, oh, there's a wasp in here. Can you guys hear him? It was just insane. And so now I'm doing at least twice a day. I have to do in the morning and I have to do right before bed. Um, but that helped me tremendously. Other things that I did were forcing myself to stick to the things that I know make me feel good, even though I didn't want to. So exercising, doing my yoga every day, going for walks, pulling myself out of the couch and getting myself to move because we all know how important exercise is for our mental health. And then socializing. It was just, it actually was going on much longer than a few weeks. I can, I like look back now and I'm like, okay, there was like a longer period than that where I was having trouble being motivated to see friends. All I wanted to do was sit on the couch and watch TV. And um, it was kind of like a slow decline where I was just not excited for the things that used to excite me. And then it got like really bad where I was like, oh, something's wrong. And uh, so during that, during the few weeks that were like really, really bad, I, I forced myself to socialize, Be especially once I realized what was going on, because isolation is especially huge with, with, um, prenatal and postpartum depression. Isolation is a huge part of it. So I just could not allow myself to sit in my basement on the couch instead of seeing friends. Like I knew I had to force myself into those situations to, um, to do what makes me feel good and kind of push myself because yeah, it's not that like, I don't want to rest. Like I rest a lot. And it's not that I don't want to feel my feelings. I feel my feelings every time they come up. Like, I'm not saying don't feel your feelings. I'm not saying don't rest. 
I'm saying sometimes we want to sink so deep down into that rabbit hole. We want to just keep sinking. We want to, we want to keep ourselves there. Even though we are upset that we feel like shit, but a part of us wants to stay there. And I could not let myself stay there. So I had to force myself to socialize and go do things and go be with people, even though it was really um, hard to do. And it was hard to focus during conversations with people. And I was just anxious and I was uh, so uncomfortable. But I forced myself through that period to just keep doing the things that I know do make me feel good. And being around people is one of those things. One of the first things I did too, once I realized, oh, fuck, this is bad. um, I booked a float tank experience, a sensory deprivation tank. I've talked about that before on the podcast um, several times, but this is something I do. I mean, at one point I was doing it every like two months and now I just kind of do it randomly. But for whatever reason, the float tank, it's like a whole nervous system reset for me. It's like pushing a hard reset button on my nervous system. I can't even describe the peace that I feel when I, after like, after a float, like I feel so at peace. I feel calm. I feel regulated. I feel like, oh my gosh, the things I was worrying about are not real. Like I'm back to my normal self afterwards. It just feels so, so, so good. So having things like that on my calendar, super important. Journaling, obviously, you know, you guys know I'm obsessed with journaling, but journaling really allowed me to, when I was in like super anxious, super sad thoughts to just get a little bit more, more, um, just kind of look at it from a different perspective, I guess, you know, when we're just walking around having those thoughts, they feel so real, but when we put them on paper and we look at them from kind of just a different viewpoint, we can be like, okay, that's, that's one possibility, but there are other possibilities or, okay, that's really not something that I want to worry about right now. That doesn't make sense for me to worry about that. I have to let that go. And then using the journal to then shift into gratitude, into things that make me feel good, things that make me feel good. The last part was kind of shocking to me. So the last like little tidbit is um, when I decided to share what was going on in the moment and make this vulnerable post about how I was feeling depressed. I was doing it because I wanted to show the real side of things. You know, I've been showing how amazing my pregnancy has been and um, because that's been the truth. But I didn't want to like hide this part. And I know this is like so relatable for so many people and we all go through depressive slumps. Like we all have these times. And so I really wanted to share it like while it was raw in the moment. That was really my intention. But what I found was after I told my story and shared it, I felt so much lighter and I felt really good. Like after the initial vulnerability hangover wore off, I felt really good. And like the next morning I woke up, started feeling better and then just started feeling better and better after that. And so I think I'm not saying everyone needs to share on the internet like that, but storytelling is super, super therapeutic. I'm learning about this in my parenting books, like the when children want to tell stories over and over, like let them because it's helping them process their emotions around events, even though the events might not seem 
like a big deal. It might seem super minimal. There's like, this doesn't sound like trauma to us, but we don't know how that feels to a little kid, little toddler. And um, they need to sometimes tell stories over and over and over, even if it's just a few details, because they only know, you know, not that many words. And encouraging that and validating that, letting them do that is really healing for them. And so we, we know that that's kind of the same for adults too. Like it's so healing to tell our stories and to share and to get things off our chest. So whether that's sharing with a friend, with a therapist, with anyone that you feel safe with talking to, even just like writing it out in your journal, writing out your story, sharing it, just freeing yourself from it. So, 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 so healing. I also think there was a part of me that felt um, during those few weeks, like I was kind of faking it online, you know, like I wasn't <laughs> saying how I really felt because that didn't feel safe at the time. And so it, then it felt good to be vulnerable and um, kind of come clean in a sense, you know, and kind of just like release myself from that feeling of, oh, like I'm hiding something. So it felt really, really good. And uh, I'm feeling like myself again. My energy levels are back to normal. I'm sleeping well. Yeah, it, it's really, it's really, really good. And I'm so grateful that I have these tools and my commitment to, the, to using the tools. So grateful for that. So if you are struggling with this, if you are in a slump yourself, feeling down, Ask yourself, what can you commit to that will help you feel better? There is something for you that can help you feel better, that can help you ground yourself, that can bring you back to your center, to your wholeness, to your oneness. You can do it. And it's always, always wonderful to ask for help when you need it as well, of course. There are many paths to go down, whether it's traditional therapy or hypnotherapy. I mean, there's so many different options. It's finding what feels good and committing yourself to it and forcing yourself to do it because you probably aren't going to want to do it, but you can do it and you can feel better. Okay. I love you guys so, so much. If anyone wants to give breath work a try for this or just in general, just increasing your happiness, increasing your intuition, feeling more confident, feeling more centered. Um, I'll leave the link in the show notes for the breath portal. It's less than a dollar a day and you get tons of videos ranging from five minutes to an hour long workshops. There's dance workshops, there's sound healing and journaling. Like there's so much in this portal that can help you in so many areas. So I'll leave that link in the show notes and, um, I love you guys. Sending you all so much love.